Hello, hello, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am your host, Nick Flanagan. This is the podcast I do, and today I have a friend with me, the illustrious, the esteemed, one of my oldest friends here in the city and outside of the city. This is Elizabeth Mann, everybody. Bane, Elizabeth Bane Mann. Hello, that's me. Hi, how are you? I'm all right today. What's wrong today? I mean, what's good today? What's well, good? Y'all, what's y'all? really good? Um, the burrito I just ate was pretty good. Um, We're off to oh a strong gosh. start. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's been a, a hard day for my mind grapes today. Yeah, you did a classic New York thing last night. You went out to a bar in uh, Williamsburg. Um, yeah, or Greenpoint, but. Then that led to another bar and another bar, and you know how it goes. All right. Now, this is my favorite part. When we're talking about bars, the important thing to do with New York, New York City and Brooklyn bars is you got to name those bars. What were the bars you went to last Oh, night? yeah. Uh, I can name lots of bars, Nick, in many cities, but the bars I'm going to name now uh, were uh, The Palace right. on Nassau Avenue, uh, The Drift over mm-hmm. on Meeker. Meet me a Drift. Yeah. And then uh, Catch Me at the Drift. Right. Um... And then lastly, Harefield Road, a bar I almost never go to. Why? I don't know. You just kind of form opinions in your mind about places and um, then avoid them entirely for the rest of your life. Did you like it last uh, night? Yeah. There were some people there that I ran into that I knew, and that was uh, that was pleasant. How, pleasant important, how important are friends? Honestly, I don't really know if I have a good answer <laughs> to that question anymore. I think they were more important to me at other times in my life. 10 years ago. Yeah. Have you ever heard the expression familia is everything? Yeah. Is that how you feel? Es todo. Fa- familia es todo. Yeah. Familia um, es todo. Mm-hmm. How is it's, the pronunciation? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally Jeff Porcaro from Toto. Um, <laughs> Rosanna. That was their big song. Mm-hmm. Africa. Obviously. Remember when Africa had that big comeback as a cool song? Yeah, that was bizarre. I didn't like it. You'd go out to like some night, just enjoy yourself, and they're playing Africa. It became night. like a bro yeah. signifier. But bro signifier songs are very adjacent to like cool bro songs. It's, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a fine line. It is. I love fine lines. I'm an illustrator. Oh. Of words. Using fine lines. I'm an illustrator of cocaine. <laughs> now you and I... Yes. Uh, our, our friendship has dated back uh, many, many years. Possibly. But our friendship has never dated. Our friendship has never dated. That's an important thing to do in friendship. is Because if you've dated, it's basically like, you know, some guy, they'll like get together with the guy and then the guy's going to talk to you and he'll say, look, look, I know you dated her. It's cool, mm. though, man. It's cool. Hey, You're we a never, good guy. We never had to have those awkward conversations never hooked with anybody. Up. Nope. Never even dreamed of hooking up well you know you can't control your dreams (laughs) no yeah it's true so who knows about dreams you know so we don't all remember dreams so really i can't even say we didn't dream of it shit you're right but uh yeah um so no don't don't date your friends but do date your feelings if that makes any sense like uh my first time i was disappointed was probably i was around me around you is probably uh well, I don't know. I, I haven't really been disappointed around you too many times. You've been disappointed around me when I didn't show up that time. Oh. 
because I was out with miscreants in Brooklyn. And I was supposed to come to oh, Queens. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to remind you of a bad thing. I I've did. already forgotten it, but... No, it's fine. I, yeah. You texted me back that I was a flake, and I think that Ooh. was all, 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 that, all that was needed to be done. You voiced your discontent. I accepted it. That's a thing, though, that happens when people come to visit New York. Um, they kind of misjudge how you really don't uh, control your own time here. Or they get New Yorkitis and they're like, I don't really want to come to your house and like meet your baby. I'd rather be doing something um, reckless with my liver. I really, yeah, with your liver. I really did want to meet the babe, but uh, at that time I was with, it's, I was in a group, you know? And that's like- in the You're in group stuff? I was into group stuff. I was in the program. Oh, and I was Landmark? sharing with the people at Landmark, aka <laughs> By the way, if you're involved with Landmark, just realize phone in. It's at yeah. Please call the number. The number is nine one one. Report <laughs> that you are being bilked. Yeah. Um, no, I uh, I was with a group of people in Brooklyn, and and one of them was like, "You're going to Queens? Queens is too far, man." And maybe from Brooklyn it is. I don't know, but not really. You're cheap. We visited you. I am cheap. We visited you. And then I, when I finally visited you, I was like, this wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Yeah. When I finally went to Queens. I was like, I like it here, I think. And I uh, think I'll stay a while. I think I'll stay a while. And you live in Queens. Is that fair to share? Oh, um, yeah. I think for the first, I don't know, seven years I lived there, uh, I was maybe like insecure about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I should I should live in Brooklyn instead. Mm-hmm. I'm in Queens or the city. Oh, I grew up in Manhattan, and I don't really feel a strong desire to come back. The weekends here, are the horrifying. freaking weekend. So, but then I I started to just find things that I loved about Queens, and now I'm pretty stoked on it. What do you love about Queens, Elizabeth Man, aka Mike Retard? Ah, oh, it sounds so basic, but it's a lot of food-related stuff, like uh, places to procure specialty ingredients. Okay. I have my little like routine of like walking to this place and then I walk over to this place, and then it's also exercise because right, it's a long walking. walk. Yeah. yeah. What kind of special ingredients are we talking about? Zatar. Talking about is yeah. it, are these are these, you know, multiple, uh, special. Yeah, all the, of eth- the world. all the ethnicities. In, in Bronx and Queens, that's a thing. There's like lots and lots of diverse places, like uh, uh, communities. Yeah. So right? there's a few different um, Asian supermarkets that I like. One has the best like fake meat selection, but their mm-hmm. other stuff isn't that great. And then there's ones that don't have any fake meats and, you know, but they have uh, their own appeal. So there's a few that I hit up and uh, H Mart, J Mart. They always um, have names like that. Mm-hmm. I went to one called E-Mart. Oh, was yeah. that in Canada? It was in Koreatown, near where mm. I live. And I I loved their chap chai. Mm, yeah. Love that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 of course. I buy those noodles sometimes. Yeah, they're so tasty. Mm-hmm. They're brown. They're a little bit brown. They're transparent. Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot like meat. Like silky worms. I wish I were of more diverse heritage. I was thinking that too. Like, about me. No, just about myself, because it's my favorite thing to think about. Your background is very, like, British-y, right? Yeah, it's, you know, the people who get skin cancer, those peoples. Those are my people. So, women? Yeah. (laughs) Women, people who live outdoors. (laughs) Um, Um, Maybe, like, 
those hairless cats. Yeah, a pig. The pigs. I think pigs can get sunburned. Oh, that's it's so, so sad. sad to think about. I'd love to put a coat on a pig. That's like or just like a little drape. Isn't that Some what they say? Putting a lipstick. Coat, lipstick on a pig. A coat of lipstick. That was what they uh, said about uh, Sarah Palin. Remember, yeah. and that was everyone yeah. was like, "Oh, I can't believe Obama would say that." <laughs> and now it's like, Trump's called literally every woman in the world a pig. A pig person. Did you like it when he called uh, Stormy Daniels horse-faced? I didn't know that he referred to her that way. Yeah, he tweeted her as, and called her horse face. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't necessary. No, it was like one of those moments, you know, with that presidency, there's this interesting thing where you get like so desensitized that you're almost annoyed by the people who are mad at him. And then, yes. And then you read a tweet or hear him say something and it's like so above and beyond that you're like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know, that was one of the ones where I was like, Horse face? Didn't you have sex with this woman? Like... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we can talk about topical stuff. Topics are good. What's your favorite topic? Oh, pizza topic? Um, yeah, anchovy. <laughs> I don't know. I've been fucking with the ZD pizza from Jay's Pizza. Yes, here. you have. I've eaten two of those slices so far since coming. I haven't had one of those pasta pizzas since... Uh, I visited NYPD in Ann Arbor, Michigan, the New York Pizza Depot. No, I, that sounds great. I probably isn't, but I think the two times I ended up there, um, it tasted good at the time. <laughs> Were you filled up on? No, but I was like, no, it was day. It was daylight, so I was fine. Are you, you know, are sobriety wise. Are you a daylight or a nightlight person? I'm a nightlighter. Nightlife, nightlight. We've had a lot of nightlife together. Let me just go give some background. Yeah, yeah, go so, for it. Elizabeth was living in Toronto. When did you first move there? I moved there in 1998. In 1998. I think I think Ostensibly you're, to go to school. Ostensibly to go to school, but really more, from what I understand, to be participating in early internet culture. Yeah. Early internet <laughs> friendship culture. Meaning makeout club were you on makeout club i was not okay i want to go back to that in a second did you have a you were the one i think who got me into diary land <clears throat> yes yes so you I were on diary land diary land yeah andrew smales is that the person um, who created it mm -hmm. is he a millionaire now i don't think so damn the early day diary land man should be a millionaire but live journal man's a millionaire i'm sure but it's diary land that was the fun one I thought, yeah, it had it, it had its own kind of homespun charm. Diaryland felt like a zine. Live Journal felt like uh, you were like uh, listening to Nine Inch Nails' quiet songs. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, a lot more like, I don't know, uh, threatening suicide. I feel like yeah, that's there. Live Journal. Diaryland would be like, you know, you're like, I got laid last night oh i don't know or like <laughs> i've got pets here yeah, are their it's more names. like that i've got pets or like funny and anyway my but but then friendster came after that yeah but also weren't you my like, friendster user number was 161 and i remember at the time being wild. like i could sell this <laughs> <laughs> you were like too far ahead someone's of the time gonna, someone's gonna want this yeah um so Friendster, but I was friends with you before Friendster, I'm pretty sure. 
I think mildly before Friendster, and I'm trying to figure out how. Post Napster, pre Friendster. Post Napster, pre Friendster. Anyway, it's not important to get into th those details. I do not know actually how or when or where we met. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, it was like internet symbiosis or something. But I do remember when the t you were on Friendster, you were the person who you either wrote me or put in the Friendster bulletin board. Oh. Uh, which was that little board next to the your profile that would tell you stuff that people like Highlight put up updates yeah. or something. I don't even really understand. Like little APBs to their, their friend group. I, I long for this interface though. I do too. It feels rudimentary. It feels like it was ASCII, even though I know it wasn't. You know, ASCII? Yeah, I got the key to your ass. ASCII, ASCII, ASCII. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... And it was to see Todd Berry while he was in Toronto, to see comedian Todd Berry perform when he was in Toronto. Oh, yeah. So I went and I did see Todd Berry in Toronto. And then, and you... And now you have a little baby. Now I have a baby with Todd. His name is Baby. <laughs> Todd Baby. <laughs> Todd Baby Barry Flanagan. And you also said I should ask to get on the show Tinkle, which he was running with David Cross, in our naive... 20, early 20s brains. yeah you could do that you're just like, go on you that totally show. play this uh thing that's only run by people who've known each other for 15 years <laughs> and they only have people they know on it and so i cornered todd after the show and i said hey how's it going i'm nick uh i was wondering can i put your show tinkle and he went ah, it's a pretty hard show to do man i was like okay fine i won't i won't do it I won't even try. Have I shared the stage with Todd Berry since then? Yes. Boom. Have I talked to Todd Berry? So I gave since? you good advice on your Friendster bulletin board. Yes, started. yes. You got me started on my longtime relationship with Todd Berry, <laughs> whom I saw this Uncle very Barry. week. Uncle Todd. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that was nice. And then and then I would go to New York and we would adventure together in our 20s. Yeah, I'd probably Remember? drink some Sparks. I don't really remember drinking Sparks together. Sparks was gross. Yeah, and yet somehow, you know, we all fell for it. Kept you up. It did do the that. The energy drink, drink, drank. The energy drink, drank. And it was named after this, like, cult band. <laughs> yeah. And... They were big Sparks fans. It was days. orange. Mm -hmm. Turn your tongue orange. And do you remember that there was before Sparks, like, Canada had the Sparks equivalent called Rev? Oh, I it don't remember. It was blue that. and it came in this sort oh. of like, it was like a sausage casing shaped bo plastic bottle. Well, did they used to put it in sort of like the novelty, like impulse buy section of an LCBO? Probably, yeah. It would never, it would definitely wouldn't have had a right section <laughs> in a liquor store, you know, which I think that was the thing with Sparks too. Is Sparks had some weird deal where like, it was the first thing you saw when you walked into any liquor store and it looked like motor oil, right? Like, yeah. I, yeah. So it was universally appealing. Universally appealing. So there were a bunch of people in their 20s in the in the 2000s who were uh, just like on Coke probably yeah, as well as sparks, sparks, you know, and then smoking trying to be cigs. A, trying to get in the dues column. Trying to get Never in the dues column. Yeah, we <laughs> took a really heavy dues style picture where I was wearing my... Uh, Stop crucifying me, uh, hand oh. charcoal illustrated picture of Axl Rose. Yeah. It was a picture of Axl Rose's face and it said, stop crucifying me above it. And I don't know what happened to that picture, but uh, I don't know what happened to that shirt. It's, it's, <laughs> I sent it to the Smithsonian. The shirt that I really want now is um, 
gangsta Tweety Bird or like Scarface Sylvester <laughs> kind of shirt. And I've been checking and they yeah. like cost a lot of money now. Isn't that stupid? Yeah, you gotta go down. Well, they probably have downtown downtown there is a place with the warner brothers characters holding a gun downtown, downtown. or uptown maybe it's a harlem thing harlem we wouldn't world. understand harlem world. um will be the place of my birth so <laughs> but places to go in new york city <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a seamless segue that was a little bit of background is more background all i do is i like to say a little bit of background because if you saw it, we're in Baby's front of a background. green screen right now talking so there's no background but um right before um this recording elizabeth and i ebm it's another thing we can call you it, uh, we're in the other room watching uh, YouTube videos I've been obsessed with, which are basically homemade uh, clickbait guide to New York videos that all seem to be by the same three or four people. Who aren't, none of whom are from New York. Shout but... out to Sarah Funky. Sarah Funky, keep it funky. Keep it funky. They have names like Sarah Funky or Molten. I think one of them is like Kevin Molten and he had Molten TV. <laughs> anyway. He was molting. <laughs> he was molting in front of us. His snake's head came right off. And Elizabeth, as a native New Yorker, yeah. as an indigenous New Yorker, yeah. as one of the people who signed the deal to sell New York. Yeah, I still have the smallpox scars. Yes. Uh, do you, what are your recommend, what are the do's, in, what, what are your do's of New York? All right, my dudes of New York. Yeah, my dudes. One thing you're going to want to do is... Um, definitely interview for a job at Wells Fargo. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, That's my for branch. a real New York job interview. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's stressful. Um, it's depressing. Is this Wells Fargo strictly or just New York in general? Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's stressful, I guess, but depressing only half of the time. Let's go to Wells Fargo first. Yeah. Uh, I did actually have a job interview at Wells Fargo, which is why I can safely recommend this activity for anybody visiting the New York area. What does that play um, out like? Your average WFI was um, it was terrible, and the only feedback I got was about I had a bow in my hair, like I had tied my ponytail with a scarf, and um, I got negative feedback about the bow. How recently was this interview? two months probably about a year ago a okay. year and a half ago yeah. yeah and that really depressed me because like i would have been doing them a favor working at their scandal plagued bank i and... know wells fargo's had a lot of problems uh i feel like you can just call up wells Fargo. My yeah. ponytail? your ponytail was a bit unprofessional was that what they said no it was about specifically the bow like the the scarf in my hair your penis bow was it all like little penises or do you just go for the big ones? Yeah, it was just like, it was shaped like a penis, but you couldn't tell that once it was tied into a bow. They should make it just a condom for the top part of the penis. <laughs> right? Because that's the only thing that's bad, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a, more like an earplug. Yeah. So these assholes at Wells Fargo told you to that your bow was too cool for their lame 
I just thought, you know, we had come a long way, baby, and yeah. uh, it was depressing and um, demoralizing bow. to get feedback on one small aspect of my appearance. Were they like, hey, don't you know we're not really that big a fan of your uh, your bow? Because that's the Fargo side. Of yeah. <laughs> I wish. That would have been great if they just thrown themselves in the wood chipper. Yeah, it was um, it was hell. So, so you should do that. That should be everyone, your first stop yeah. after getting off at Penn Just, Station. That's the penance, you know. The penance station. Mm -hmm. So, okay, uh, after we've gone to Wells Fargo, got turned down for a job, what's the next thing your or average... Or get the job, gosh. Or you get the job. What's the next thing your average tourist should do in New York? <laughs> it, well, it was bizarre how many times they referred to the free movies in Bryant Park in every <laughs> single one of their videos. One of the must things to do when you go to New York is you must see a movie, but you will not want to go inside any of the incredibly well curated repertory. Yeah, yeah just theaters. sit outdoors with a million people and hear nothing while you watch like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> you know, in your old city, when like the park near you. <laughs> <laughs> showing sleepless in Seattle. How much you love that thing. <laughs> they do that in LA too. They do, uh, but it's even cooler. It's in like um, Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which kind of sounds awesome, yeah, right? Yeah, I've heard but, of that. but you wouldn't even want to do that because it's so hard to actually be, you know, the first to arrive so that you get a good space to lay out your picnic basket. Yeah. Yeah, it's, they were saying Bryant Park. You've got to do Bryant Park. We went and saw a movie, me and, me and my friend. Who I'm your cat sitting with. We went to uh, see The Apartment, this movie, and oh, it was yeah. so wonderful. Jack Lemmon. Mm -hmm. Shirley MacLaine was hot. I know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought she was like Shelley Winters. She was Winters. born old. <laughs> I just thought she was like a Shelley Winters type. Shelley Winters must have been born old, right? Yeah. Most what? of the greats are. Lansbury. Stretch. I think she was born old and stayed old, and she's still old. Today's that's guest. consistency. Welcome to. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not just about being born old; it's about maintaining that oldness. Yeah. Today's guest is uh, the wonderful, the esteemed Elizabeth Mann. Uh, you're listening to. You're listening to. Um, Here's the thing on NYU, WNYU, and now Elizabeth Mann, out of ten. How is this Alec Baldwin impression shaking out? It's pretty good. Oh, I didn't know who, um, who was supposed it to be was until you but... said it. But then once you said it, oh, it was just so obvious. It really. Um, so after we've done the second thing, which is to talk about the new the ridiculousness of the New York to do yeah. list interviews, what's the third thing your average person? Let's say you're a bit of a clothed horse and you want to go to New York City. What do you do then? Oh gosh. Um, let's say you wanted to buy a bunch of linen mm -hmm. and drape the Statue of Liberty in it. Where could I buy that much linen? Oh, well, New York has several uh, sheet startups and uh, <laughs> you can simply place an online order for uh, ethically sourced wools, linens, woolens, perhaps. Outcome the wools by Ransom. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of a joke about it. So did you ever go to the actual Ruby Soho? <clears throat> no. Did you ever actually see the Ranted song? <laughs> um, Ruby Tuesdays. Ooh, is that, did that start in New York? Yeah, it's an original uh, New York classic. Is it named after the Rolling Stones song? Yes. 
And is it a breakfast joint? I have no idea. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Let's say you're never been to a Ruby Tuesdays or a Beefsteak Charlie's. What's Beefsteak Charlie's? Beefsteak Charlie's sells steaks. Ew. Of the beef variety. I, I find suppose. the word beefsteak not. Yeah, appealing. kind of redundant too. What about tube steak? Ugh. That's like a. They say that for a, a schlonger. Yeah, tube. I prefer steak. schlonger. Yeah, I like schlonger. What about wieners? Do you get why they call them no. wieners? That's um what that's about, anti-male. Like, do, you, do you like how they call noses schnoz? Uh yeah, yeah. I like that. That seems to, you know, really say it. Okay, pop quiz. What are the five boroughs? So bad at this. Um no, you're doing great. <laughs> um, you got Stagnant Island. Stagnant yeah, Island. Okay. Home of the TMNT. You got the Bronx. The Bronx. Um, Fat Joe. You know. That's where he's from. You got Crooklyn. Right. Right, I heard of the mm-hmm. Spike Lee's. You got Quangs. Quang. And you got Manhattan. Manhattan, where you were born. Yeah. That's where you popped out of a couple of loins. They always say it's one loin, but it's actually two. Yeah, don't skimp. So uh, you're born in Manhattan, then what? <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> Line. <laughs> You did grow up. Yeah, I grew I grew up, I suppose. I moved to Canada. I did some odd jobs. What were these odd <laughs> jobs? Uh, I was a coat check girl. Where at? at? a nightclub called the Elma Combo. Oh, yeah, the, the world-famous Elma Combo. We mentioned the Rolling Stones earlier. That was... Uh, that's that's so how we got to know each other. The Elma Combo? Them and me, the Stones. Oh, you and the Stones. They did play the Elma Combo, I think, around that time. Didn't they do oh, like gosh. one special voodoo sadness, lounge kind of um, show? A sadness tour. That was like a weird period for Toronto where one of the only famous things about the city was that like- We the, had SARS. They, they'd prepped, oh. this is pre-SARS. They'd prepped for the voodoo lounge <laughs> album in Toronto. And they filmed the Love is Strong video there as well. The Elma Combo, that was where you made your bones, sewed your yeah. oats. Yes. Did you Both like the city things. of Toronto? I did. I grew to love the city of Toronto. And would you say it's a larger It's not a good New looking York? thing. Yeah, it's it's like New York, but like a lot larger. Um, <laughs> a lot more to do. A lot more to do and buy. <laughs> a lot less of a provincial attitude. Yeah. Now, people there would be kind of mean. In, in Toronto? I think so. There's, There's like a type a of Torontonian that's yeah. like... Uh, I don't know if it's okay for me to talk to you yet. Yeah, like what? Or you go, you go. Excuse me, can you help me? My hand is bleeding, and they'll go. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. What do you? What do you mean? Like, I found that a really good Toronto example was uh, of of the way things are in Toronto was when there was like a picture of a dead raccoon, like someone photographed a dead raccoon that was still there because the city hadn't picked it up yet and they put a sign on it that said like pick me up i'm a dead raccoon but then people started like leaving flowers at oh, its God. body and they'd put like a cigarette in its hand you know like um you know i think there's a colombian death burial style where they have the funeral and the guy's just there you know like smoking a cigarette surrounded by dice or something <laughs> oh the street funerals <laughs> I walked past one of those in my neighborhood the other day. Did you really? Yeah. There were like a bunch of teens. 
Um, just smoking an incredible amount of weed. Nice. Um, just incredible. Um, Badass. And uh, there wasn't a ghost bike, but it was obvious that one of their their friends had uh, passed. But they just kind of like tagged up the front of the apartment building where I guess he lived. Right. And uh, left a bunch of trash. R.I.P. Joe. And then kind of disappeared in a, a vape plume. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good vape plume. What's your known to vape plume? <laughs> That's good. Everything um, you you make me good. Yeah. You're 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 a funny lady. Did anyone I'm tell for, you that? Oh, I mean, occasionally, but I, I you you don't know who to believe these days. There's you don't. objective truth has really been eroded. No objective truth, just objective truth. And subjectively, I find you funny. Yo. <laughs> you've you've come out to my comedy shows many a time over the years I in sure New have. York. You came to a I think one time I just met up with you at Rafifi. That was one yeah, of we our did big nights. We went to Rafifi and all these celebs were there. Luminaries. David Cross, then famous and only sort of disliked millionaire Gavin McInnes was there. Oh yeah, before the fall. Mm. Before like the public fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the actual fall has been happening since he just started, you know, but uh <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's him. He, I mean, uh, I think he has uh, destroyed so many uh, not quite woke enough friendships. Yeah. Like, people's be getting shamed for even admitting they knew him ever, which I don't agree with. Well, I don't know. You can't really do much about that. He's someone who's, I think, uh, has pursued a lot of we're cool kind of situations with people, you know, even though he can be like mean and overbearing. Mm -hmm. uh, he also has that sort of thing where he's like, generally you would have been invited to drink with him or something, you know, so it just wouldn't be hard not, it would be, it would be hard to not know him if you were in a certain position. Yeah. You know, of course there's a big difference between like knowing someone and being like good friends with them. Yeah. But so I don't know, but then again, it's like, I don't know if we should shame anybody for anything anymore. There's too much shame in the world. There's a whole lot of shame. Have you ever been shamed by your children? Uh, Elizabeth probably. is a great mother. Probably, but I can't recall any examples offhand. Although yesterday, I caught my daughter cheating at a game we were playing, and I was like, I completely saw that. Put that card back. And what'd she say? She's like, oh, drats, you know. Just like the kids talk these days. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, yesterday, we were walking to the Whitney, which was a fucking nightmare. More walking, like the shitney. I'm sure it's nice there, but we were walking through the meatpacking district on a fucking Saturday. Not a good idea. Mm. And, you know, it was like one of those construction things. So it was a small walking path, like a hundred thousand people had to weave their way through. And this big marine looking dad was like with his two kids. And he was like, I'm going to fucking hit you. To like one of his kids, he was like, "Don't make me fucking push you down." It was I don't know, he, and it was just like, "What cool. is going on?" Imagine your dad was this big, and threatening to actually injure you. And these were like toddlers. Oh man, it was horrible. Yeah, I, that really like gets under my skin when I see people. Uh, that's just kind of raging on their kids. That's throw you off a of helicopter parenting. It's a little different. Yeah. I really wanted to get that one out there. Yeah, you could. You probably see a lot of parents being too nice and too mean to their kids. Yeah, because it works the other way too. That was in this Rite Aid and there was a three-year-old. They had to take the Cheez-Its away from him in order to scan them. Mm -hmm. He lost his shit. Really? I'm like, 
Have you never been in a store before? They just take it and scan it and give it back. <laughs> Wait, who lost their shit? The little kid. Oh, kids are so stupid. <laughs> well, I just, it seemed like an outsized reaction to like a very sort of like, um, not that big of a deal type problem. Yeah, I think I had quite a few of those as a child. And I remember very well being like, the last time I had an outsized reaction like that and feeling like, okay, I'm 13. Yeah. My dad is ashamed of me because I'm crying in the middle of a comic book store because I couldn't get some Dungeons and Dragons miniatures. Yeah, shame works. Shame. I mean, even if it's like, you know, you're shaming yourself. You're like, I shouldn't be acting like this. Have you ever shamed yourself for a certain dirty Google? Not about that, but the no last time... No shame for that. <laughs> yeah, ain't no shame in that particular game. <laughs> No, the last time I felt like that I can remember, well, I felt bad about things, but one of them that I can talk about here um, was when I was biking in Toronto and somebody did something with a vehicle and mm. I gave them the finger. And then I felt bad. I'm like, man, the finger, like that's such like a crass gesture. Oh, you felt bad for your vulgarity. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was juvenile, you know? Toronto, I don't like giving the finger. Since coming back to Toronto, I've had so many altercations with drivers uh, as a pedestrian. Like, mm -hmm. I I feel like I've almost gotten in a fight with a couple of people, which never happened in Los Angeles, even though the drivers there are more plentiful and uh, potentially more armed, you know? There's something, again, in Toronto in that spirit. People really get in the vibe like, no I don't arms. care anymore. I'm selfish. I'll just admit it. Whereas at least Americans kind of have some sort of, we're all in this together fighting foreigners. Like the Sam Roberts song of the same name. <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> That's the one. No matter what the weather. Um, normally, I, well, I'm not quite done here either. You, so you came back to New York City after getting deported. Yeah, I deported myself because my last job in Toronto was wearing a hazmat suit while uh, swabbing visitors to the emergency room down for SARS and making them like fill out a uh, answer my questionnaire. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near these SARS patients. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> I pissed off a lot of people. No one wants to, you know, be asked a bunch of questions before they're allowed to uh, go into so a you, hospital. You had to go, have you been to Asia recently? Yeah, Asia. Have you uh, <laughs> been in contact with bleeding livestock in the last week mm -hmm. How and then i would coughs? then i would jam a thermo yeah a thermo um in their mouth wait a few seconds awkwardly <laughs> looking into their eyes through my goggles i can see your life yep i can see your life and then you give them tickets to the sars stock benefit concert which was free i'm like sorry you actually tested positive for sars <laughs> but here's two tickets to sars stock sarsy that's actually a rare period of time where Canadians were saying sarzy instead of sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's, that's a fact. That is a fact, Jack. It's in Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Pollock. Not a Pollock. Um, you came back here. Yeah. You lolled around for a bit. You were, were you <laughs> I was married? A a yeah. By the I time you came here? I sure was. Married was to a man married named Mike. Mm -hmm. I wrote an article about Mike's. DJ partying extravaganzas. You can find it if you look up Evil Genius plus Mike Wallace on Google. Interesting, eloquent, good man. And you married him. Yeah, he's yeah. tall too. You had two 
beautiful children. Mm-hmm. They're tiny. Ish, yeah. Ish, they're not. The, they're the growing roof. normally mm-hmm. from what I can tell, but they're, they were once tiny. Yeah. Normally I have a show and tell to do with people, um, um, but that's because it's at my house. So I'll just tell you the drugs I'm on and you can tell me what you think of them. Okay. All right. So I'll start with Apozopaclone. Do you know what that is? No. Is it an anti-anxiety medication? It's a, it's a sleep agent. It's a sleeping oh, pill. Okay. It's the one that tastes like metal. Oh. But it puts you right to bed. So you have, tr- I guess you have trouble going to sleep? Sometimes. Last night I took it. Just listen to this podcast. Yeah, just listen to the podcast and you, I, I'll fall asleep listening to my own voice. I'm falling asleep right now. Um, so Apozopaclone, do you have trouble falling asleep? No. Do you have trouble waking up? Not really. Sex dreams? Okay. No, the common theme when I dream about another another man is that that man is rejecting me. <laughs> that means... <laughs> I can name all the guys that have rejected me in dreams, but I won't. Gillen Hall. Sebastian Granger is one of them. Oh, interesting. Shout yeah. out to you, Sebastian. Um... Lamotrigine. Whoa. You know that one? No, I make a great name. Uh, It's also called Lamictal, I think. Both of those suck. Is it? um, It isn't a good, neither of those are good names. Hair loss? That's such a cool thing to ask. Um, Merkin area loss. Uh, No, it's it's a mood uh, stabilizer. What do you think of that? Big mood. Big mood, squad goals, forever mood. <laughs> Hopefully. So, how's my has my mood seemed stable? How's my time? Um, yeah, you seem real even keeled, kind of peppy. I'm a little peppy. Last time I saw you, less peppy. Last trouble year, waking up. I stayed. Did I have trouble waking up? Well, I guess I just get up super early. So it really seems early. like it's trouble, but it's probably just a regular person. I have a cr- no, I have a crazy sleep schedule. It sucks. It's not like completely insane. Like it's not waking up at 12 most of the time. Sometimes it might be, but it definitely is like a three till 10 lifestyle, mm. you know, three to 11, like trying to get seven to eight hours, but going to bed whenever. Um, but this mood stabilizer just has me feeling good about those hours. And yes, when I saw you last, it was at the beginning of uh, the last little leg in LA and it was fun staying. I stayed with you. I did a show at UCB. I LA legs. Saw your kids. That was fun. But uh, yeah. And then I think I talked to you a couple more times in those four months and I'd be like, I'm very worried. And you'd be like, I need a job. And we'd be like, what's going wrong? Yeah. That was a sucky time. Life's hard. Yep. But you're one of the funniest people I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, l- last drug. Yeah. Um, no, two more drugs. Okay, cool. A lot of drugs. Yeah, we can... Um, Compare? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the other one you might have heard of, it's Lexapro. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm on Lexapro. Oh, yeah. you got quite a cocktail. There's more, too. Okay. There's one more after that. So do, what do you think of Lexapro? Um, I've never been on it myself, mm-hmm. but um, I hear good things. Yeah. I believe my mother was on that one mm-hmm. may may still be to this day it was remember. a go-to one that was suggested to me when i went to a wing of a health place and they said mm, you know yeah they said you're not <laughs> feeling that well well uh no we'll put you on this and then i did and it took six weeks to kick in and i was like oh, it's actually pretty good so there's that 
And then it's related to Celexa, right? There was a Celexa, and then I then I stopped so. hearing I about that one, confused. and then there was Alexa Pro. I knew that one or the other or both um, would be prescribed to depressos who also had eating disorders because they supposedly, unlike the other ones, wouldn't make you eat like a monster. Well, I am told that that this one actually can contribute to overeating, and I oh. feel like I do like to snack these days. So mm. snack attack, snack attacks. I wish it had hair, hair, hair loss. <laughs> and the final one is called Foquest. That's an ADHD medication. Oh, I thought it you know, help you locate soup. <laughs> that would be Foquest. Mm, I know. <laughs> Common but, mistake. Yeah. And Foquest. Top is... 10 mistakes all New Yorkers make. <laughs> <laughs> 10 New York conversational don'ts. <laughs> there was one New York video, that, a thing in video where they said, don't jaywalk. And it's like, okay, well, everyone will be looking at you like you're weird if they jaywalk, and it's fine. And you're just standing there waiting for the light. Yep. Top it's one, totally fine, by the way. Yeah, unless there's like a car coming. It's very easy to know. Except I would say jaywalking in Brooklyn is a little trickier. You don't really want to do that as much. Or Queens even, too. What do you it think? It depends. Yeah. I mean, you got to be careful on the Boulevard of Death. But... Boulevard of Death. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Queens Boulevard. Queens Boulevard. The Boulevard of Death. Mm -hmm. Love it. And uh, yeah, Foquest is a fat, it is a, what do they call it? The delayed, like timed, mm -hmm. time delayed. Delayed release. release time release. Like four times a day. Ooh. It's great. It's my favorite one I've taken of the, all of the ones I just mentioned. No. Do the, they all have potential for abuse? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think that so maybe Apozopaclone is habit forming. But so could you, you pound, carefully. pound a bunch of faux quests and... I wouldn't recommend that. I don't think you would want to pound any of the things. But we've really pounded the conversational uh, pavement today, going all kinds of directions. Well, I'd like to pound pavement. What? I'd love to well, pound... Just pound this. Spiral stairs. <laughs> Bob Eibold. Mark. Mark Eibold. And Mark Eitzel. Why not? Throw in the guy from American... Music club or whatever that band name is. <laughs> Martin. Red House Paint. I don't know. Look. The point you, is. You can find Elizabeth at. Uh, in my cubicle in, crying. In her cubicle crying. Thinking about her next step as an entertainer. Yeah. As a mind. As a brain. As a bod. I'd like you to come back. Okay. I'd love me. to. We'll do this. And maybe next time you're in Toronto. Next time I'm in New York. Yeah. We can talk about Bitcoin. Yeah. Altcoins. All the coins. Witcoin.com. Wit Stillman coin. Metropolitan. That's you. You're a metropolitan person. And we are. Let's playing that again. Weekly. Nick. Playing that again. Weekly. Nick. Playing that again. Weekly.